Hi, this is Rosalinda, the host of Faith Fuel Podcast, the show where we hear voices of people transforming the world for Jesus. Pastors, leaders, entrepreneurs, and world changers. So sit down, relax, or keep it driving. It's time to get some wholehearted, wide open, and yes, sometimes side-splitting encouragement and direction for your life. So get ready to get fired up. The other day I was in one of my favorite stores and I looked and I saw the most beautiful piece of art. Believe it or not, it was just two words on a painting and it said, choose happiness. Well, you know me, I had to have it. I had to buy it and I got it and made a decision that even though I wanted it for my house, I was gonna put it in the home that we have called the Mercy House for Women. So right before you go up the stairs, We hung it right there and it said, choose happiness. Now, whoever thought that happiness was a choice? Well, the reality is that we wake up every day and we allow the thoughts to enter our mind and try to take control of our thoughts and our life and our our whole day. Have you ever had somebody start you off with bad news in the morning, even though you dealt with it? It kind of stays with you all day and it just brings you down. Well, many of us go through the motions of life and can't seem to find true happiness. So where does all that happiness come from, that exciting lives that other people live? Does it come from a big promotion or vicariously living through a celebrity as you're scrolling through all their Instagram and Facebook? You know, when it ends, do you feel yourself just craving more stuff just to feel better? or ignite good old feelings like those stories from the past, those memories that you had? Well, if we're honest with ourselves, we're all guilty. As happy as we try to be, I think it happens to us all. There's just some moments that we feel like heaven isn't listening to us, God is on a break, and we're on an emotional roller coaster. So what do we do when that happens? You know, during that time is when we need the word of God to lift us up, to sustain us. You know, when our feelings aren't cooperating and when nothing seems like it's going right. Well, this is what I want you to know. You are meant to be more than just a survivor. So today I want to talk to you about a few things, some practical steps that we can do to become a happier believer, a happier Christian. And one of them is start off in prayer. Maybe you've heard me say that before, but I'm telling you, look, I lay on that bed and the thoughts begin to fight in my head. And that chatter has to be turned off. And sometimes my husband might think I'm crazy, but I'll talk out loud and say, nope, not today. Nope. Lord, I praise you. God, I glorify you. It is going to be a beautiful day. It is going to be a wonderful day. And so When we take time for morning prayer, it ends up building a deeper relationship with God. And so the morning time reflection is just a great way you can spend time reading and prayer. And in fact, today I got up really early at 630 in the morning. Um, You're probably saying I get up at that time all the time. Well, my husband does a morning prayer at 7 a.m. every day. So I like to kind of roll over and go back to bed, but it is really worth getting up just a little earlier to build yourself up before starting your day. So go grab your nice cup of coffee or tea. You read the Bible or devotional and you will not believe what it will do for your mood and anxiety. You know, in the morning time, 
even at night, let go of offenses, let go of anger or disappointments or shortcomings of other people. And when you have that prayer time, make sure you're releasing it. And really I'd suggest release it at night so you can rest through the night, wake up in the morning and just start totally fresh with God because you don't want anything hindering your prayer. The reality is this, is that we have to repent, man, at night, you know, I'm like, Lord, if I've done anything that's offended you or offended somebody else, please forgive me. Because, you know, who are we to hold offenses for other people? Who are we not to forgive and release and let go and restore? Because Christ is a restorer. So look, be quick to repent. And I know it's hard. Trust me. Sometimes I'm like, God, but if you only knew what this person put me through. But the reality is he does know. And so we have to avoid condemnation, you know, that feeling because we need to feel free in Jesus. And in Jesus, friends, I want to tell you, you are free. You are forgiven. So we can let go of all of those things. Let them go at night. In that morning, start fresh in prayer. You know, another thing that's going to make you happy is get off the Facebook, get off the Instagram, get off of the computer and shut it down, especially just for a little while. You know, hey, I'm one of those people, I'm connected all the time to my computer, all the time to my phone, but there is an occasion. It actually, I mean, when I tell you, it's like your body overheats, you're getting a heat flash, you're just getting overwhelmed, it's because your anxiety is rising, put it down, cut it off, and you can do it, I promise, nobody's gonna die. No, well, and even if they do, y'all know I've said this before, if they die, we let them to the Lord, we're going to see them in heaven. But there is a moment where you have to turn off your phone, put it on silence, do not disturb. And here's the deal. There's so much distraction out there vying for your attention. So unplugging for a time is actually going to help you invest in other things like God, friends, family, and yourself. And here's the deal. If you go out to eat with your family, this is huge advice and it really is going to have such a payoff. Tell everybody at the table, look, give me your phones, time to turn in the electronics. And it kind of forces you to let go of your electronic and do that eye to eye contact. Ask them how they're doing. Make some memories, make some communication connection. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, we feel tired or lonely or overwhelmed and it's because we're not connecting to people anymore. I was in the mall the other day and I'm not kidding you, these two young girls walked out of JCPenney's and they walked clear across the mall on their phones texting and never looked up once. I don't know how they didn't trip over themselves. It's easy to point a finger to other people, but the reality is sometimes we do this ourselves. So disconnect you guys disconnect and I promise that's going to bring more joy. You know, another thing you can do is just give it up and rejoice. Sometimes there's nothing else you can do to fix a circumstance. So when you've done all that you can do in your circumstance, just give it to the Lord. You know, the hardest thing is this, is letting God handle it. We want to handle things immediately. We want to see results immediately. We live in this fast food society. We want something and we want it now. I mean, truth be told, I was in line at Burger King and made a joke to my son. We call him Little Victor. I said, watch them tell me to pull up front because they're just not ready to give me what I ordered. There was nobody else in line. 
I kind of got a little upset and I thought, oh my gosh, I should just go back to Arby's or Chick-fil-A or somewhere else. And I let that moment just get me so upset. Why? Because we're just rushing. We want to take control of everything. We want things to happen in our time. Putting down your prayers before the Lord is actually going to give you a sense of release that God is the author of what's happening. He's the author of your story. So speak the word of God over your life out loud. The Bible says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, bringing it into captivity, every thought to the obedience Okay, bring your thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. That's in 2 Corinthians 10, 5. You know, this scripture has really, really impacted me because I realize all these thoughts that just go running amok and just go wild, they're not of the Lord. So you need to rein them in, grab them, get a hold of them, and bring it under the blood of Jesus, under Christ, and say, you know what? This is not enemy. You are not going to get a hold of me. You are not winning at this game. I am not defeated. I'm going to release all of these things to you, Lord. And in your time, you're going to work them out. We have to speak that over our life and over our kids. Look, grab your kids before they walk out that door. Lay your hands on them and plead the blood of Jesus. I'll tell you one thing my mother did every day before we went out. She got a hold of us, whether she was grabbing a book bag, a jacket. She began to pray the peace of God over our life, the protection of God over our life. If you don't have kids in the household, you need to pray that over your own life. Before you drive off in the car, before you go handle another work day, give it to the Lord. You know, this world doesn't dictate whether my needs are met or not. They're met according to the riches and glory of Jesus Christ. So look, it doesn't matter what's happening at work, that coworker that you don't get along with. Maybe you're having family tension. Maybe you are just, you know, you're just not where you want to be with a relationship that you're in. It doesn't matter what all of that, sometimes it feels like it's coming against you because the Bible says in 1 John 4, 4, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. What does that mean? You know what that means, friends? Is my God is greater than all of these circumstances. I hope you believe that, okay? I hope you understand that nothing you're facing right now is bigger than your God. But if you allow the enemy to get a hold of your thoughts, get a hold of your time and your energy and distract you, you're gonna forget the God that you serve is bigger than all of this. You know, another thing that will really, really make you happy, I'm telling you, take a break. Take a vacation. You realize there's sometimes I tell Carlos, I'm like, I'm telling you, we're at our edge. We better go. And for 26 years of our marriage, I don't care if I go to a hotel that's just, you know, when we first got married, we'd save up and it was like 70 bucks. We'd stay in some little tiny Ramada Inn hotel, but we got out of town shut off the distraction, and we just got together, focused on each other, and just took a break from everything happening around us. You know, maybe you can't go overnight, but you sure can get in that car and drive out to some place you're not used to, some country path, you know, and just take a drive and be with God. 
put that music on. Sometimes I just go sit in Starbucks and put some worship music on in my earphones and, you know, just sit there and enjoy my coffee without anybody nagging at me or asking me for anything. You gotta learn when to cut people off, when to separate yourself, and when to just shut down all of the distractions. You know, here's one of the things that can help you when you need a mental break and you're having a hard time, like kind of uh, concentrating even on the Word of God, is putting the scripture on post-it notes and post it everywhere. So everywhere you go, whether it is on your dashboard, on your car, on your mirror, on your phones, in your purse, you know, on the mirror when you first get dressed, a constant reflection of scriptures of your choice is going to eventually sink into your heart. And this is what's going to take root in your life. And when those negative thoughts try to get you, try to get your attention, they come knocking, then what's going to happen is those words, uh, the promises of God are going to come out and it's going to overwhelm those negative thoughts. Look, when you take a walk, one of the things you can do is just begin to think on scriptures, right? So go to a local park and just get a quick getaway. Make your own little picnic basket. Um, I remember my husband and I, when we were first dating, we had a picnic basket and we actually didn't even have time to make the sandwiches. So we got some Chinese food, but I wanted the little cute picnic basket and we laid out the blanket and we just said, you know, we're just going to sit in a park, enjoy each other and eat this food and just get away from everybody. And I can't tell you how happy that made us feel. You know, the other thing is this, Sometimes we just need to get a grip about our situation. Look, God knows exactly what you're thinking. You know, sometimes we wear masks and, you know, we are trying to hide um, from the reality of our situation. But if you will begin to talk to God, I don't care if you're angry. There are times where I come to God and I've been in tears and sometimes I'm yelling at God and I'm like, God, I've had enough. You know, I'm frustrated and God is so good. He just sits here and listens, but eventually my spirit is quieted all the way down. And not only do I feel the peace of God, but I feel kind of happy because I know there's a God who's there for me through every circumstance, every situation. You know, lastly, I want to tell you that you need to learn how to speak good things over your life. God is a God who desires great things. He wants you to be happy. He wants you to be whole. He wants you to know that you can make it, that you are an overcomer. So when you confess favor and wisdom over your situation, you build yourself up. You know, I think of Daniel in the Bible who refused to stop praying and he gets thrown into this den of hungry animals. Well, what happens is they totally thought he was going to get eaten up, but he doesn't. Why? Because the favor of God was on his life, because he was loved and cherished by his God. And you, listen to me, you are love. And that same favor is on your life. One of the things that we can do is find scripture that encourages us and you got to begin to confess it. 
If you walk around all day, well, the doctor said this, or well, it normally turns out like this. I have people like that in my life that I run into now and then, and everything is negative. Uh-uh, that's not me. I am going to say, Lord, if you did it for Daniel, I know it looks like I'm going to get torn up and eaten up. You can do it for me. Because that same favor that's on his life is on my life. Praise God. Although your emotions are screaming for you to literally shut up, what we have to do is we have to fight through that and say, nope, I'm not going to be silent. God loves me. He's for me. He's my healer. He's my provider. He's my great counselor. Look, we got to stop wearing this mask, okay? We got to stop acting like it's all together, and we have to be able to speak positive and know, hey, this is a reality. It might look kind of crazy, but I have a God that loves crazy. It might seem impossible, but I got a God that will make the impossible possible. And so begin to speak those positive things over your life and situation. I promise you, if you use some of these tactics, if you begin to apply this to your life, you are going to begin to feel the joy of God rising up in you. I love the Lord more than anything. And just because I love the Lord that much, it does not guarantee when the moment I became a Christian, did I get a guarantee I wasn't going to face trials. But what I did get was a guarantee that God would never leave me nor forsake me. And for that, I am happy. I pray that you choose happiness. I pray that you practice being grateful, practice being happy. Speak those words over your life, over your household. Know that the favor of God is on your life. So I pray today this encourages you. I love you. I pray you're being blessed by this podcast. You know, if you are, I hope you share it with others. Make sure you send us an email. Give us some comments of how we can just minister to you in a more personal way. We love you. And just always remember, when you put your trust in God, He will fuel your faith. Invite Rosalinda to speak at your meeting or group. Go to rosalinda.live for more details. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get more at rosalinda.live. If you experience it, we'll examine it. If God's word says it, we'll stand on it. And when you're feeling faint, we are here with your faith fuel. I'm Rosalinda Rivera. We'll chat again soon. This podcast was brought to you by New Life for Adults and Youth, celebrating 50 years of restoring broken lives. If you or a family member has been struggling with addiction, New Life for Adults and Youth is the answer. Visit them at newlife.center.